0: can open up your Bibles to James chapter 1. Today we're continuing our theme of thankfulness, and uh, in the season of Thanksgiving, we have so much to be thankful This is a scripture that's easy to read, but it can be hard to practice. Verse 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. For James to write that, you know he lived it, right? But it can be an easy one to read, but a hard one to practice when those trials of many kinds come along. And today, we have a chance to hear from different people in our ministry who faced trials of different kinds, and yet they've remained faithful and they can even be thankful. Through their trials. And even as Kevin shared, some of us we have the trial of feeling hemmed in. But we know that first and foremost we've made Jesus Lord, and that's our primary goal. So even in getting no answers sometimes, we have to persevere with that. Because we want to trust that God really does have our best interests in mind. So today we have Raina and her son Jose. Raina's a mom in the church, she's been a disciple here for decades. And her mom's a disciple here, too. Now her son, Jose, is a teen disciple, and even his brother's studying the Bible. Raina and Jose are going to come up and share. Donna Ferguson and Roberto Mendez are going to come up and share about their lives. And then Ruslan is going to be sharing about his life and the way she stayed thankful in those trials. And at the end, Teresa's got a special song to perform that really ties all of these themes together. So thanks so much.
1: Good morning everybody. <laughs> so this morning um we're gonna be sharing a little bit about um being thankful during trials. Um as you guys all know, Thanksgiving is next week and uh I'm not the only one incited in, in this church right now. I know that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm very thankful for the uh A V tech team. They're very generous. <laughs> Okay, so um, please turn to your Bibles, James chapter 1, verses uh, 2 through 4. We'll be looking at real fast again. <laughs> so James chapter 2, I mean, James chapter 1, verse 2 states, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the the testing of your faith and your faith will produce perseverance. Let perseverance... Finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I'm going to let my mom uh, share a little bit about uh, the trials in our family and herself um, and really how she connects to that scripture and puts it into pr- to practice.
2: Hi, good morning, everybody. Uh, those of you who don't know me, my name is Rena. And uh, my family and I have been going through many trials, like the scripture says, and at times it feels like it's a marathon that's just not ending. Um, In June of 2017, my husband was diagnosed with end-stage renal disease, which is uh, kidneys failed uh, due to type 2 diabetes. (laughs) And he also suffered vision loss, all of which had many challenges. In addition, I recently started a new career as a nurse and I faced many challenges um where I feel like, you know, is this the right path for me? Um but I pray about it and God I see him working and um and so it gives me the strength that I need to continue to persevere. Um, so as as you can see we are spread thin. But through all the emotional pain and the temptation to give up at times, um, you know, there's been cries of joy and all because of all the good that God has done for us. It helps us to, to continue. At times I literally laugh or cry and tell God I have no clue how He's going to work things out, but, uh, He does. And, um, If nothing else, I know that God uses every trial to refine us. He builds our character, and he makes us more like Jesus so that we can share in his glory. So my family perseveres and gives thanks to God during trials because he loves us. Um, We put our trust in him because we know his ways are best and that he's going to get us through, through it all.
1: So I'm going to be I'm going to be sharing um along the same lines. Um my mom did a great job and uh I really want to I'm really thankful for you um beyond just being a mother, but I know this is one of your uh strengths that you're working on and cultivating and uh it takes a lot to get up here in front of the whole church and uh I mean, I'm I'm no different. I for some reason, I've been up here before, like, two times, but this one feels completely different, and I feel like a baby up here. I don't know. So, it, if something happens, it's okay. Okay. So, uh, if you could turn to Second Corinthians chapter 5, um, and we're going to be looking at verses 6 through 9, and I just have three short points that I'm going to be sharing about, um, about these three, four verses, about these four verses. So um, in, in verse 6 it reads, Therefore we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. And this is Paul talking to the in a letter to the Corinthians, um, their church, one of the early churches, And, um, I would like to look, um, my first point is the promise of heaven in the midst of trials. And, um, I'm going to be focusing in on verse six real fast. Um, and in this letter to the Corinthians, um, Paul is really, um, stressing that, um, we're always confident. That's one of the biggest things that, um, that's bold in that area, um, of the scripture. Always confident because, um, we are home in the body right now, but, um, we are away from the Lord. So that, that gives a sense of, um, heaven is coming, and heaven is to look forward to. Um, even though we have a great church family, and, and this is a very, uh, tight-knit family, and I'm sure God is very proud of this specific family in, uh, in the world, international churches. This one is very special, um, amongst all of them, though. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a message of looking forward to heaven. Um, not getting too comfortable here. Um, and even when we do go through trials, we always have heaven in the forefront. Um, Paul also says in Acts 20, um, and he reminds us about his main goal, which should be, um, something that we look at as well as a main goal to finish life, um, to finish the race, um, in this life. Um, and once we get there, the goal is heaven. We don't want to fall off that track. And we always want that to be like the, uh, the forefront of our minds. Um recently I realized that um and and I found it easier to live as a Christian um because when when you're not worrying about like let's say something big happens um compared to like the world view your car gets hit um people go crazy um but as Christians and and when you think of Jesus if his car got hit or his his car or chariot got hit <laughs> he wouldn't he wouldn't be going crazy about it cuz his focus is up there as should ours um, so it's not about cars and stuff. And even though we need, you know, cars to get around, God's going to provide for that. So the main focus is just going to heaven and, and making sure we're maintaining that that uh, right that Jesus gave us, not that we earned, but that Jesus gave us. Um, the second point is uh, faith, not by sight, which is a very staple um, scripture. When, when people think of the Bible, um, this one pops out a lot, for we live by faith, not by sight. And it means a lot. God showed me that there's more than just one way to look at this, specifically um two, um, with the same underlying meaning. Heaven um can be viewed as the site, um and, and we need faith to get to heaven. But there's also another way, that's usually a popular way to look at it, but we could also view the the trials in our life as the site around us and the faith um to go to heaven as something that's gonna save us from being consumed by it. So you can see it in two ways, and uh it's very important to apply that to your life because that will save you from a lot of um, sane schemes and just falling into a like a, a pit of despair and stuff like that and my last point um, point three pleasing him every step of the way um in verses eight through nine and I would like to um quickly talk about well just uh, re- reference howard glover's um communion message um a little under a year ago. He mentioned um, that com- in his communion message he mentioned that communion lasts the whole week. And can be utilized as an anchor of faith and righteousness through daily temptation and the, com- the combating of our sinful nature. So it lasts us the whole week. Um, and if we if we go back to that um, that place, that very uh, tender and uh, very uh, heavy place in our hearts, with Jesus dying for us, and we just look at that, um, it's gonna it's gonna be more of an anchor to keep us um, from the temptations and also just keep our mind on God. And why we're going to heaven because Jesus died for us. Um, so we carry that the whole week, and and we want to please Him every step of the way, because um, as it reads, so we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the bo- in the body or a- away from it. Um, that that just shows that we we want to please God, not just for ourselves, and not just oh we we did this, I didn't mess up today, or whatever like that. It's more like Jesus died for us. He got us this life for heaven. He He gave us this eternal life. We got to keep that. Um, and, and be respectful for that and, and reverence to God and Jesus for that because we didn't deserve it, we never deserved it, we won't deserve it, only by the blood of Jesus. So, Thank you.
3: Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is Donna. I'm Roberto, if you don't know me. Uh, You're going to get to know us a little bit better today. We chose a scripture in Acts chapter 20, verse 24. And it reads, However, I consider my life worth nothing to me, if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace. And now Donna's going to get to share, then I'll share it later.
4: Okay, good morning. So my race started 31 years ago. Uh, My discipleship has been um, a race which, let's see, you know you need, need, uh, you're getting a little older when you have to move the phone just a little further away. It started uh, out exciting and full of promise as I look forward to finish the race, right? I'm not a runner by by natural uh, abilities at all. I do not like to exercise. However, I have participated in one of those 5Ks in which I just walked fast, right? And that was okay. Um, So I started out my race 31 years ago, smiling, happy, and determined to get to that finish line. Along the way, I stumbled a bit, right? After about my third relationship in the kingdom and no marriage, that was a stumble. And God's grace showed up through the, the forms of friends, And young disciples that God put in my life for me to love at that time. So I got up and I carried on. Well I continued on my race for a little while longer and then I actually tripped over a rock that was in my path and that was a call that I received that my brother had died. That was a tough one. I had to uh, work with my parents to plan his funeral. It was completely unexpected and again God's grace showed up in the form of friends and family and, again, young disciples that needed to be loved and cared for. God kept me going. He was my help through all of it. I've continued the race. And most recently, God has put in my life one of my supervisors that in, continue, continually uses the eras that I make at work to broadcast and to use as a uh, training tool for the other administrators. So every error that I make is uh, printed out, copied, and distributed amongst my admin staff, and we sit down as a team and we review my errors. God is awesome through it all. And those who know me, they have been with me through this uh, struggle, but through it all, God's grace continually reminds me that I'm in a race I'm not here for those short jaunts I'm in a race to get to that finish line and because of that I'm able to get up and go back to work the next day and give hundred percent to the point where that same supervisor has acknowledged and commented Ferguson I don't know how you do it but you have great patience and great resilience and when he says things like that, I immediately see that is God's grace showing up and reminding me that I have a race to run. Thank you. I'm a little shorter.
3: Okay. Public speaking. Hey, the race. Uh, for me, uh, in a race, when thinking of the scripture, you know, some of the things that stood out was my life, the race, and God's grace. And so, before I'm not a runner either. You know, I don't run, I play sports, but I'm not a runner. I hate running. And um, when I think of a race, I think of a lot of preparation, decision making, and training. And so, in my life. And the spiritual life that he's talking about for me, a uh, little background for me was that um, I go back to my childhood because I believe that that had a lot to do uh, with who I am today. And uh, for me, a lot of my issues were abandonment by my parents, not because they wanted to do so, but that's just the way things work out. Uh, my father was never there. He was never part of my life. So that had a huge impact on how I um, the race. Uh how I um I grew up as a man, so as the years passed. Um, I grew, in my feelings grew more and more, you know, I was feeling more alone, more scared, paranoid, doubting, Um, turning more bitter and angry and cynical and ungrateful and that was the um, the foundation that um the foundation for my heart my heart was very hard god church for what so that was the pre-race those were the training grounds for the race the race God found me and gave me the opportunity to choose Jesus as Lord he also gave me the opportunity to seek his kingdom and he also gave me the cho- the choice to seek those who were who were and are where I once was I am thankful that God took me from my darkness and empty way of living I am thankful that my mom and I Became friends in the last few years of her life. She passed away six months ago. She knows that I loved her. And she knows that I know she loves me. I am thankful that I had parents. For a long time I was was not thankful that I had parents. I am thankful for your prayers. Without your prayers, I wouldn't be standing right here right now. I am thankful for your friendship and for your love. I am thankful that I get to share how God works in my life with friends, my mom's friends family, strangers. Thank you, Jesus. Without you, none of this would be possible. I would be stuck in misery, loneliness, selfishness, medicating without hope, and hating the world, hating me. Thank you, God, for your grace to us.
5: Please open your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 41. My name is Ruslan Korobeynik, and in the theme of being thankful in trials, this month I wanted to share with you my story. Um, last year, I thought everything was going normal, the way it's supposed to be, life, and everything was going great, and um could relate to Kevin sharing everything like Going the way normal. All of a sudden, I got um, unexpected health challenge. And I got life-threatening diagnosis. And needed to have surgery very, very quickly with a long treatment. And the surgery would give unclear outcome and um, has many, many risks. So all of a sudden, my life turned upside down. Um, I had a lot of fear. I had many questions with a lot of unclear answers, a lot of uncertainty when i'm going to be able to go back to work who's going to take care of my children who's going to take care of my family who's going to take care of my employees even um i'm a doctor i'm a dentist uh as much as I like to take care of the patients uh There's an office, and it's a little bit of a small business with a payroll. I know Joe would understand. So you have to take care of your team members. You have to take care of the monthly expenses. And I have to miss the work for a good few months. And uh, all of this uncertainty was uh, very, very hard to think, very hard to focus. There was a lot of fear and doubt. But the scripture that keeps coming, that I keep coming back was this, Isaiah 41 in verse 10. And the Bible says, do not fear, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And it was super encouraging to me. And um, I memorized it, and I keep repeating it every day. And um, it's amazing when you rely on God and surrender everything to Him. Um, Things got to work out. God gives you peace. In addition, actually, He took care of my uh, office. He helped me to find other friends, doctors who took care of me when I was away in my treatment time out from surgery and took care of my home needs. He helped me take care of my office expenses, helped me to be payroll, and helped me to have peace, because with this uncertainty, it's hard to have peace. And um, you have a lot of anxiousness, a lot of anxiety, and um, the scripture, again, that comes to mind, and it's another my memory scripture, is uh, Philippians 4, 6-7, you probably know that one says, don't be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and a peace of God which transcends all understanding understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And um, whenever I have um those doubts and fears, I call someone and we pray together. And I've uh, been doing that every single week, at least once a week. I pray with a brother, and you guys know who you are. And um, I'm being grateful and I'm trying to uh, be thankful for what I have, and I have a lot. We have salvation. Jesus died for us. We have home in heaven with many rooms, That what Jesus promised. And um, when you're grateful, you can't be angry. When you're thankful, you can't be mad. And when you're thankful, um, it kind of changes by a chemistry inside. It helps you not to stay in a suffering state, but helps you to stay in a beautiful state of mind. And that's what God wants us to be, to be thankful and to stay in a beautiful state of mind. Thank you.
0: Hearing from individuals who've gone through things where we can connect to their suffering and their pain and even their victories, it makes this really real for us. In Matthew 6, in verse 31, it says, Do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Sometimes there are momentous trials, and sometimes there are more what you might call mundane trials. But those worries can gnaw at you, and they can eat away at your joy. And God says, your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. And he gives the answer. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. Each one of us could have a testimony, and I could share points here too. But our life, we need to be men and women that really draw near to him. And right now, Teresa's coming up to share a song that ties this idea of being thankful through trials together. And as we go into the season of Thanksgiving, let's really focus on the things that we need to be thankful for. And that gratitude needs to overflow, because this is a time of year where people out there don't have the hope that we have. And they're looking for the hope that we have. And we have many chances to bring them out to things that they can see the joy that there is in this church. This is a very special church, just like what Jose said. We need to be thankful for the opportunity to bring people out. Let's take advantage of that opportunity as the season rolls on. Amen?
6: I just want to share a little bit before I sing that, you know, sometimes the trial can be a health trial like Ruslan just shared about. For me, I had breast cancer a year and a half ago. A lot of people don't know that. And, you know, you can think, why is this happening? But I know that God used that to teach me so many things. My faith has grown so much through that. And I learned so much about health and taking care of myself uh, in a a much higher standard of, of what I need to do to be healthy. There's so many blessings that came from a trial like that, especially my faith growing um, I think, you know, I look at my husband. He's going through health challenges. And I see him having that same heart of what is God teaching me and why is this happening? And yet really looking for the blessings in the middle of the chaos. Because there, usually when I look back in my life in the last 32 years I've been a Christian, some of the most difficult times were my greatest teacher's. And that is a blessing. That is what God's promising in the scriptures that were shared today. It's just that we are being made stronger and being made more like Jesus. And my sister Anne, who had a stroke in April, so many of you have been praying for her. She's here with me today and um, making so much progress. And I know that. I know that she also is learning so much through this. I especially admire her perseverance in growing and and getting her mobility back. And there's just so many lessons in our trials. And that's really what this song is about. It's a song by Laura Story if you want to look it up later. Blessings. (laughs)
7: We pray
8: cry in
7: anger when we cannot feel you near we doubt your goodness we doubt your love as if every promise from your word is not enough and all the while you hear each sleep And long that we'd have faith To believe Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops What if your healing comes through tears What if a thousand sleepless nights Is what it takes to know Your are what is if trials of this life are your mercy?
4: Just listened to the Westchester podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit
7: westchester.nyccoc.net.